Hey, 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 welcome to the Psalms of My Emotions podcast. I am your host, Rolinda, and I am here as your coach, your spiritual advisor, to guide you through your healing while dropping some spiritual wisdom Jesus nuggets. The Psalms of My Emotions comes from my testimony of overcoming emotional turmoil that ultimately led me to my purpose. And my prayers for this podcast is that it will lead you all that are listening to your purpose while gaining the tools in the podcast for your healing. Let us hop right into another episode and let the healing begin. Welcome to E-Motion Monday. I'm so excited to be here uh, for yet another Monday. I am in the office. I know I keep changing locations and all kinds of things, right? <laughs> um, but here I am. So I'm just welcoming you guys to E-Motion Monday. I am so excited about this podcast episode. This really hit me personally and, you know, when you ask God to constantly help you and to help you be a um, better, you know, you don't know how he's going to reveal things to you. But I thank God um, that he always, you know, he, he presents ways for us to be better. Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> he always presents ways for us to be better. So I am so thankful um, for the revelations that he gives me. And just to go ahead and just do this intro really, really, really quick. Um, welcome to Emotion Mondays. If you are your first time listening or watching this podcast, Emotion Monday is a play on words. E is electronic. Motion is movement because we are online. We are online. We are live. And um, God gave me this and gave me permission to do this, to share these nuggets that he gives me, right? Um, because he gave me the ministry of the Psalms of my emotions and basically what it is. I mean, it's what it says, you know, it's the Psalms of my emotions. It's the um, testimonies of what I go through, right? When God is dealing with me. <laughs> and my thing is that I don't feel that God just deals with me, right? You know, he deals with me on purpose. He deals with me so I can tell, I can uh, testify of his works of, you know, how he deals with us and how we feel, right? Um, I wrote a book about it. You know, I'm not just detailing my life, but just all of these revelations and things he's given me um, through my path of deliverance, right? And, um, you know, we never stop being delivered, <laughs> right? God is always molding and shaping us to be um, better, more like him, right? So, you know, some people are kind of ashamed when they have to go, you know, through deliverance, but we should never be ashamed of having to go through deliverance, having to, you know, um, experience some kind of change, right? You know, while we're here, while we're in this flesh, we're going to have to go through change. So um, I got a lot of disclaimers. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> um, and the other second thing is that, you know, I don't know if you guys know, but I do have a 
um, podcast subscription group. It's strictly through the podcast. It's not through social media um, because I don't know if you guys know, you know, podcast is fairly new, even though it seems as if a lot of people are doing it, but it's fairly, fairly, fairly new. And, um, you know, people are really, truly tuning into podcasts. So um, my take on it is that I wanted to um, offer, you know, a chance for people to support the podcast, of course, but also to get um, mentored through the podcast. You're not paying me for mentorship, but what you are doing is supporting the podcast. And in the midst of it, you're getting these Jesus nuggets, right? They're deeper than what the thought of the days and the emotion Mondays, you know, I get more into depth about things. And also when you subscribe and um, become a supporter of the Songs of My Emotions podcast, you get uh, percentages off classes, which are coming. I'm going to teach a podcast class. I don't think no one really teaches on the aesthetics of um, doing a podcast, right? There are a lot of things that I see people doing that I want to help them because I do, I do have a bachelor's degree in radio TV production. So I know what I'm talking about, <laughs> right? I know what I'm talking about, you know, so um, just to make things um, to come off authentic, you know, not to come off authentic. you should want to be authentic, right? I think some of us are just so um, want to be in this perfection, right? Be perfected. And, you know, people love it when you are just your authentic self, right? You don't have to change how you speak. You know, they want to see you. They want to hear you, your talk, your mannerisms, whatever, you know, and that needs to come off authentically, you know, in, um, in these mediums, right? You know, everyone doesn't have to be all just polished. We, you know, people want to see that, right? <clears throat> So you subscribe through um, Podbean and I have been uh, putting, um, I know this is very long. <laughs> I've been putting advertisements on it where you can click or, you know, for you Apple users, if you subscribe to the podcast, it should have an option where you subscribe and have a subscription, right? And it's very low. It's $2.99 a month, $4.99 a month for like the highest um level of support and you won't regret it there's so much that comes with it so i'm so excited so i'm just going to go ahead and get to this topic i won't hold you guys very long um it's called the cons of being the strong one i don't know how many of you out there are considered to be strong right like you are the strong one you're the strong one in your friendships family you know, you're the strong one. Everyone runs to you for everything. Everyone asks you for everything. Everyone asks you for your opinion. Everyone asks for your advice, right? Everyone relies on you to be the one that is strong, right? <laughs> you know, you know the answers. You know uh, what to say, what to do in most situations. But even though that sounds good, right? Being a strong one, you're you're usually independent right? You're okay with being independent, you know? Uh, we see that as being such a strength, and it is a strength in some cases, but in a lot of cases, being the strong one has its disadvantages, and God hit me like a ton of bricks, <laughs> confronting, you know, me being the strong one, right? You know, I just always just kind of prided myself on you know, just keeping it together, right? The one to keep it together. You know, I know how to hold things together. I'm not going to fall apart. I won't fall apart, right? 
um, and not allowing people to help me, right? So I'm gonna let y'all in on a little backstory and how this came to be because I really totally did have another topic. And for some reason, God allowed me to forget it up to this morning. I was like, that's what I was supposed to talk about. I'll talk about this. But he wanted me to more importantly talk about this today. And I will believe it will help as it delivered me, it will help deliver you as well. So the cons of being the strong one. So, you know, like I said, I just listed the event advantages of being the strong one. Um, but the, there are disadvantages of being the strong one. So let me just go ahead into this backstory. So I'm a part of a, a singles ministry in my church. And, um, you know, at the end of the event, we're all packing up. We're all putting our stuff up, you know, or whatever. So um, it's normal for me to carry a lot of bags, right? <laughs> and that can just go in and mean so many things. But um, I'm, I, I'm used to carrying a lot of bags. And what happened was that, um, I guess, I don't know, I'm just used to it. So one of the, the, the girls that was in the group with me, you know, she was like, you know, did you need any help, you know, with, with carrying a bag? And I'm like, I got it, you know, whatever. And, and she was just like, are you sure? Let me carry a bag. And she was just looking at me. And I'm just like, okay, you know, she's like, we know you have it. Let someone help you, right? We know you got it, but let some let let me help you. So I looked at her and laughed and gave in. And I was just like, okay, you could carry a bag. And then someone else asked, you know, what well, can I help? Can you know, can I help you with something? And I was like, okay, you can. You can help me with the bag. <laughs> so we're carrying the things to the car. And I don't know why this stuck with me so much. It stuck with me um, because I was like, well, why is this really just like I'm really chewing on this help? It felt good to have it, even though I was able to carry it, right? It felt good to have the help, even though... I was still able to carry it because sometimes us being the strong one, right? Just because we are able to do it does not mean all the time that we should, right? So I'm like, okay, I got it, I got it, I got it. And so I just kept thinking about it the whole weekend, the whole week. And God was like, okay, this is another layer that I want to deal with with you. I'm like, here we go. God, here we go with these layers right um and oftentimes what i tell people about these layers and how god deals with you is that you know god always does layers when he wants to deal with you and um bring you in a transformative state he does it little layer by layer he never tries to just yank it because it can do more harm than it is good and i think that's kind of a um you know, because I'm not a licensed therapist or anything, but I think that's a, a actually a therapist point of view. Um, you know, um, a therapist point of view. So I, you know, just just didn't think about it like that. <laughs> but um it's actually a therapist point of view where you know you just is layer by layer because if you do too much and take too much off the top, it will actually do too much. It's too much for you to handle if you try to peel everything back 
all at once, right? So you have to do it little by little. And so this was a layer, you know, that God wanted to deal with with me was that part about help. And I'm just like, why is it so hard for me to have people help me, right? Some of you might ask the same thing. Why is it so hard to allow people to help you, right? You know, oftentimes we think it's because we may feel like we're weak or like I said, just because you can handle it doesn't mean you should handle it all, right? Just because you can does not mean you should handle it all, right? There is ministry in allowing people to help you. So I'm, I'm kind of segueing and walk you guys through my encounter and my experience of how God dealt with me with these uh, allowing to help, you know, and the cons of being the strong one, right? So, you know, you guys know I just go right to um, Bible. So Galatians 6 and 2, and I'm looking at my notes. It seems like I'm looking back and forth. So Galatians 6 and 2 states, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. So even when I was hit with the scripture, because of course I'm like, well, God, what do you have in the Bible that states something about um, what are the benefits of people helping you, right? Of allowing people to help you. And so, you know, me doing my research and everything, I ran into Galatians 6 and 2, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. So anybody that knows me, you know, that are that will watch and are watching <laughs> knows I'm such a good helper, right? I love to help. I love to assist. I love to help people solve their problems. <laughs> you know, I, I definitely want to get deeper into that field of like therapy and psychology and all of that, because I love to help people with their problems. Right. Um, and not only does it take my mind off of my own, but I, I don't know. I just get such a fulfillment in helping people with their problems. Right. So um, I just love dealing with other people's burdens. So if you look at it, you know, on one side of it, you know, sometimes we'll look at scripture and it's so easily to interpret something one-sided. So it says, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. But you think about it on the flip side. If you're bearing one another's burdens, who are you allowing to help bear your burdens, right? So that's just like, yeah, I... I don't allow people to bear burdens. I like to carry my own stuff along with helping people with theirs, right? <laughs> so I'm just like, this is a twofold thing, right? So again, you know, Galatians 6 and 2, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. This is a law, right? This is a law that has to be fulfilled. And so what does it remind you, you know, of when I'm saying the scripture is love your neighbor as you love yourself, right? So you love your neighbor as you love yourself. So even that just cuts so much deeper because it's like, I love my neighbor and I'm going to help them. I'm going to whatever they need as I love myself. And so I'm thinking about it. If I love myself, I would allow someone to do the ministry that God is requiring me to do for others. If y'all following me, 
<laughs> right? So, you know, this is really, you know, just went so deep and it gave me a different um, perspective of love, right? So love your neighbor as you love yourself, you know, bear one another's burdens. So bearing other people's burdens, as well as allowing people to bear your burdens is a definitely a deeper, um, deeper part of love is a part of love right sometimes we think of love as always doing for one another doing for another person always doing for another person right but never thinking about you know like i said this blew my mind never thinking about who am i allowing to show that love to me right who am i allowing am i am i blocking you know, the opportunity for people to perform their ministry. And I think I'm jumping ahead of myself. <laughs> Am I blocking the opportunity for people to perform their ministry by not allowing people to help me, right? So the strong people, hey, so the strong people are actually, you know, we're so busy helping other people that we're not allowing people to help us, right? And what was happening with that is that, you're blocking someone else's ministry, right? I'm like, God, this is so good, right? So um, like I said, it gave me a different perspective of love, right? I can give it all day. I can help people. But another aspect of that love is allowing someone to help, right? To know that your burdens that you have is for someone else to carry because it's part of the ministry. It's part of the law. It's part of what God requires, right? You shouldn't be the only one bearing someone's burdens. Someone is supposed to be helping bear your burdens <laughs> as well. And I found this video and this is one of the videos that kind of helped bring everything in perspective. And I'm going to bring it up. It's a quick 30 second video. And it's a reaction video. So there's another lady on there making faces and things. But, you know, the message was so good. I didn't care. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and try to find it really quick. And I'm going to play it for you guys. All right. Here it is. Are you easy to please or just accustomed to being neglected? When you are the strong one, the strong one in your friendship circle, the strong one in your family, the strong one on your job, that there is a way in which we have co-created those dynamics because we don't want to be a burden but we're there whenever they have an issue and so we have taught people that we don't need anything and so then they're startled when we actually falling apart right which is a painful time to discover it when your world is upside down that suddenly like i don't have anybody who can really catch me That was good. <laughs> that was good. When I watched that, I was like, that sounds like me, right? <laughs> and it went back and, you know, God was taking me back to the the um, history that I've had where, you know, I'm asking people, you know, I, I mean, because it takes me a lot to ask people for anything. Um, the times that I did ask, for help or ask someone for something, um, I was let down, right? I was let down and it crushed me, 
right? Because I relied for, you know, it took everything that I had to rely on another person. And when I did and they didn't come through, it crushed me, right? <laughs> so it just brought me back to that time. And when I thought about it, I'm just like, I never want to be at that place again. So that's my thinking of why I don't ask for help. I'm like, I don't want to be put in that position again, right? I don't want to be put in that position where, you know, someone doesn't come through and I need someone to carry a burden for me and they won't able to, because I feel like in my mind, my burdens are so big. <laughs> That's it. And I, I was getting right there. They were not assigned to assist me. I was getting right there. And that's what God said. He said, you, you, your burdens was right, you know, because that's what I said. People have to carry, we have to carry one another's burdens, but you just chose the wrong people, right? How many people have we, we, we thought we were our friends or whoever, and you ask them something and they don't, I mean, they very well could, but they don't. Sometimes we have to think about what circle we have around us who we placed around us to, to carry these burdens, it very likely could be they are not able to handle it. They're not built to carry it, right? And for me, because of just where I am in God, you know, it's hard for me because I'm like, nobody is, a lot of people are not in this realm, right, that I'm in. I'm like, I'm in this realm People are not going to be able to carry what I'm saying, right? You know, they're not going to be able to handle what I'm saying, the weight, right? The weight that I have. And then God was just like, well, somebody is assigned to, you know, it's just a matter of discerning who they are, right? It's a matter of asking me who they are. It's a matter of trusting that I am going to send someone to carry the burden. You can't carry your burdens other people's burdens and and let that be okay right someone is supposed to be the same for you and then i'm like well god is there another me out there that can do the same <laughs> and i was just like I, I don't mind helping you know i don't mind assisting i don't mind doing but that's another level i don't know if you guys remember how i'm always talking about um my season that i'm in of humility right again god showing me you're being prideful <laughs> right you're being prideful yes we need people to pull us up covenant connections i ask that question often yes i mean i'm just like well god he said you're being prideful right you're not allowing people to help you that's part of the ministry right and i'm, I'm gonna get into it i ain't even got into the points and things that he's given me and i gotta look on my phone too because I ran across this article that just, like I said, when I tell you delivered, I mean delivered, right? So for you guys that are jumping in, you know, I was relating all of this to Galatians 6 and 2, you know, where he says, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. You know, love your neighbor as you love yourself. You know, we sometimes we get so concentrated on us doing, us loving, us carrying others' burdens, but there are people assigned to do the same. Right. And if you are not allowing people to do that, things are often one sided and we can grow frustrated. Right. We can grow frustrated in in what God wants us to do because we're not all supposed to carry it all. Right. 
you know, like I said, at the singles event, you know, one of the girls, you know, they asked to carry one of my bags. I'm like, I got it. She said, I know, we know you got it, but let, let me help you. And that stuck with me. We know you got it, but let me help you. <laughs> and we have to allow people to help us. All right. So, you know, like I, I put down here, we all need someone to catch, catch us. We can't be strong for everything. We can't be strong for everything because as my walk with God and before I actually gave myself, you know, fully to God, I broke because I didn't allow people to help me, you know, mentally break, right? Going through depression because I didn't allow people, the burden became too heavy, right? It crushed me. <laughs> it became too heavy. I was too self self-absorbed to self just i can do it I, i'm relying on my own strength right you got to learn to release some things that's it right and even being a leader you know you're even taught you know uh with leadership you you have to learn how to delegate right you have to learn how to delegate you have to have teams you have to allow people to help right because that does something for them too not only is it helping you, but it's doing something for them and it's doing something with their development, right? So you have to know how to delegate, not being bossy, but knowing how to delegate in order to enhance other people's skills, right? So this is the article that I read, right? It was just so good. It was called Three Reasons Why Asking for Help is Honoring to God. It was so good. So I'm going to go ahead and just read, you know, what I had because it was just so it was so good to me. When I tell y'all it was good to me. Right. <laughs> I saved it on my phone and this is probably something I'm going to read often. So it's called three reasons why asking for help is honoring to God. And the first thing is needing help has always been part of God's design for us. So I kind of tapped into that. Right. Um, I'm going to read some of it because it was so good. So this first part that I'm going to read is definitely relating to marriage, right? You know, in God, in my season of waiting, in my season of God developing me, you know, um, cause he told me like, I, I still have to work on you with some things before, you know, I send whoever, right. And this first one is a major one. So those that are married, those that are waiting on marriage, this is going to be good. So um, needing help has always been part of God's design for us. Sometimes we avoid asking for help out of fear that it admits failure. We think I should be able to handle this on my own. I'm supposed to succeed. I just need to push through. But the truth is that God created us with a need for help. Asking for help isn't admitting failure, but recognizing the way God made us. Even before the fall in Garden of Eden, God created Adam to receive provision and help and help rather than be self-sufficient. Right? We have to think about the garden. Adam wasn't even God wasn't going to leave Adam by himself, right? On a material level, God provided all of Adam's food, water, even his breath. He provided fellowship for Adam through his own presence, right? But God also created Adam with the need for help from another person. 
he created Eve with this purpose in mind. It is not good for man to be alone. I will make him a helper suitable for him, right? God said that his own creation was not complete until he had built in a way for people to give and receive help. Look, I'm gonna read that again. God said that his own creation was not complete until he had built in a way for people to give and receive help. Even before sin came into the world, it has been God's design for us to need help and give help to others. This means our need for help is not shameful or equal to failure. God built into us a need for help from the very beginning. And then he immediately began fulfilling that need. So, you know, sometimes people read that scripture and think, you know, like just even with the beginning with Adam, you know, well, God is enough. You know, he was walking, you know, walking with him the cool of the day. You know, he had food to eat, didn't want for anything. But there was something where God was like, uh, you need somebody to help you, (laughs) right? (laughs) You can't do this by yourself. You need somebody to help you and not for to be a companion, right? not to be a companion you have to have something that god has on your life that needs help it requires help right (laughs) so it just made me even think about just even from a you know like i said a marriage perspective and god dealing with me with that thing he's like how are you gonna say you're ready for marriage if you're not letting people help you like you're you know that yes i've given you an assignment on your life yes i have a call on your life yes i've given you all these things to do but you are not allowing someone to help you so how are you saying you're ready to be married how are you saying you're ready to be married (laughs) you won't let nobody help you right and i just want to even speak to you know this is just a, a a trend and what people are saying nowadays and what women are saying nowadays, you know, about the soft girl era narrative, right? Uh, we speak, you know, I just hear and I see it all, so often about, you know, I'm just in my soft girl era. I just want to be in my soft girl, <laughs> you know, era. I just want to, right? I want to be in my soft era, right? So it's like, we can't, For me, that perspective is it only makes sense if you have something for someone to help you with. You know, what does really what does exactly mean if you have not gotten to purpose yet to be soft, right? I can say that now from my perspective because I have an assignment, you know, I'm in my purpose. So, yes, I want someone to help me if that's what that means about being in soft right being in the you know um being having someone to help you if that's what that means with being soft but you can't just say well i don't feel like doing life anymore and then i want somebody to pick it up that's the pieces that's not what that is and i believe that's how a lot of people are taking that you know about the soft girl era letting somebody help you but help you with what god has designed us to help not just to be help helping just haphazardly or with whatever It's a purpose partner, right? Someone to help you with purpose. And you'll understand when you do find your purpose and when you do get into your purpose, that is not the end all be all. You know, sometimes we're just like, well, I'm in my purpose. 
you know, I'm fulfilling my purpose and then it's going to be easy. No, what you're going to discover, especially being a single person, is that you're going to need help. <laughs> you need help. You need that person to be involved and vice versa. Whatever God has called them to do, you need to be involved, right? But you need that person to be involved in every in, in, in every aspect of what you do, right? There should, they should be able to support you. They should be able to help you. They should be able to do that right? Our purpose always includes someone else. Always. Always. So that's the thing, you know, we can't go into purpose and, and, and just like, well, you know, I got it. I know what I'm supposed to do now, God. Let me go ahead. Now you have to think this requires some, God, you sending people to help me. This is requiring a team. This is requiring, you know, a spouse. This is requiring whatever God tells you what you need. He's going to give it to you because you need people, right? So like I said, this was just like getting me together, you know, especially with the marriage part, right? Not that I didn't intend for that person to help. My thing was God, and I'm being totally transparent, you know, does that person exist? What I do for someone, can someone absolutely do that for me, right? Can they be that for me, right? Can they speak to what I'm doing, you know? But the problem is, is me allowing that to happen, right? <laughs> so the second thing in the article is asking for help is a blessing to others, you know? We look at it in the, in the perspective of what well, God you know, I don't need the help. You know, let me, I just want to be the help. I want to be the helper. I want to be the one that's doing. But but here, even in this article, you know, even how God ministered to me, asking for help is a blessing to others. And I'm going to read it real quick. Sometimes we avoid asking for help out of fear that it will be a burden to others. I, I played that video. If y'all missed the little video that I played, when I end this, look at, go back and catch the replay, right? Sometimes we avoid asking for help out of fear that it will be a burden to others. I don't like to be a burden to other people. That was another thing I had to find out in this whole week of God dealing with me. You know, I don't like to be a burden to other people. It feels weird when people do things for me. <laughs> it just do, <laughs> you know, right? We think I don't want to drag someone else down with my pain. It's not fair for me to ask someone else to carry this weight. This thinking also forgets the way God has created us as a body of believers, right? It's like, it's not fair for me to ask someone else to carry this weight because you know how heavy it feels on you, right? Why in God's green earth will I ask someone to jump in this pool with me <laughs> and carry this, right? So, you know, I, you know, I read you guys the um, scripture for Galatians 6 and 2. God wants us to help each other in times of struggle and sin. Scripture commands it. Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. This is a law, right? This is a law. When you ask someone else to help you bear a burden, you are giving them an opportunity to serve God and share Christ's love with you. That's what got me. I'm going to read it again. When you ask someone else to help you bear a burden, you are giving them an opportunity to serve God 
and share Christ's love with you. In translation, when you don't allow people to help you, you're blocking their ministry. I said, woo-wee, that was so good. So for someone that loves to help people, that speaks life into people, you know, that wants to help in every aspect that they can to be hit with that where you're blocking someone else's ministry because you're not allowing people to help you. That is such an interesting perspective, right? And so, like I said, you're blocking other people's ministry, not allowing people to help you. So you have to think about that. And I came to a humbling moment in that maybe a month ago, I asked someone and I really didn't want to ask, <laughs> but I want, I'm like, let God, let me try something new, right? Let me go to a person. Let me go to this person and ask them, Hey, give me your perspective on this. Cause I'm, I'm usually the one that I always be having the answers, right? I can talk my way through, you know, just me and God, we going to figure this out. Right. But for this reason, I'm like, let me ask what this person knows and, and maybe they can help me with this. And 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 the other um, thing that I noticed what happened was with that person is it made them feel good that they were able to help me. Right. And I didn't think about it like that. Like they were able to it put them in a position where they felt good. Their self-esteem was lifted because they were able to help me. And I'm like, well, that is the same thing I do for people, right? It makes me feel good to help people. So why don't I ever think that someone else may have that same perspective? I don't know, right? <laughs> so the third and last thing is asking for help acknowledges the truth of the need and God's grace. So here is the whole mamma jamma in itself. I'll read that last part of the article again asking for help acknowledges the truth of our need and god's grace so even though asking for help doesn't automatically equate to failure the fact is that we do fail and we are weak we are needy though it can be painful for us to acknowledge yes we are bodily fit joined together right and sometimes we think of that. It's just that that we're, we're weak, right? We can't handle it, right? And it's and it is for someone that is dealing with, you know, like I said, humility and prideful, you know, just so self-reliant on yourself. You know, it is a painful thing to acknowledge that you need help. You need somebody, right, to help you with things. So it says God's desire and scriptures that we will cry out to him and turn to him. He invites us to find our sufficiency in him. So here's this. Wait, I don't know if I want to read the rest of this before I get into it because I feel it. Um, sometimes gently, sometimes forcefully, he reveals to us that we are not able to meet our own needs. Have you been there? Where God has told you, I mean, you've tried to do things on your own. And then you come to like that rubber in the road where he shows you, you know, reveals to you, you're not able to do this by yourself, right? Like you need me, you need God. You need the one that you say you rely on, that you trust, you need me, right? 
and he kind of does and put does these situations where he shows you see you needed me see you need me you're calling out to me in desperation and it didn't even have to go that way it didn't it wouldn't have had to go that far if you would just invited me in anyway right because god ministered to me just such a long time ago about just making room right that that that's still my word you know for this season but you know a couple of years ago God, I, I just kept hearing making room. I kept hearing the song by Jonathan McReynolds, make room, make room for me, make room, make room. And now I'm understanding, you know, make room for him to move, right? Like sit back, chill out. <laughs> Let God help. Let God do what you can't do, right? Let him make room for him. Make room. You're, you can't, you're not an island. You're not on the island by yourself. You, He's here to help you, right? So um, to read the rest of this so I can talk because I'm like, I feel it right now. <laughs> sometimes gently, sometimes forcefully, he reveals to us that we are not able to meet our own needs, but that he desires to fill us with his own provision and grace where we are weak. I won't admit my weakness, won't ask for help. Sounds closer to rebellion than it does submission right i read it again i won't admit my weakness won't ask for help sounds closer to rebellion than it does to submission so when we have that mentality when we think that way you know of i won't ask for help it's actually rebellion right it's not submission you're not submitting to god as he said to paul in a time of weakness and struggle my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness we have to reach those points to know you know that god is there to help us right i sometimes tell myself the lie that god isn't that interested or is even a little annoyed with me surely it must be draining to see my failures and then to hear me ask for help over and over again but look at the way God represents himself in scripture. He is our father, raising us as children, feeding us and providing for every need. He is our husband, providing loving care and overflowing with affection for us. He is our deliverer, saving us from sin and destruction. He is our hiding place, our strong tower, our refuge, our good shepherd, our savior. And all of these things, God longs to meet our needs. It is simply not possible that God intends for us to push through without calling on his grace and compassion. So this was good to me, right? That was like the basically the end of the article I want to talk about. That was so good to me because if you are not allowing people to help you, right? Which God commands, you're not allowing people to help you. How on earth are you letting God help you, right? How on earth are you letting God do what he needs to do in your situations you're not right you're still trying to figure it out you're still trying to get your plan your plan together you're still trying to work something out and you're not allowing god to guide you and that just hit me like a ton of bricks right because i'm just like now this makes sense me not it's not about i'm, I'm just all about well god i'm just gonna serve you i'm gonna do what you want me to do. I'm going to be to people how you want me to be to people. 
but then I'm not letting God be God, right? I'm not letting God be God in situation. Yes, submit yourselves to one another. Look, it's like, like I said, with, with marriage. And I'm just like, okay, that's another piece that God said he was working with me with. Because all he just said was, you know, you got some things <laughs> that need some fine tuning, right? You got some things you need to work on. And that's one of them. It's that allowing someone to help me. And if anything, trusting them with my stuff. You know, it's hard to trust people with your stuff, <laughs> your baggage, right? Your stuff that you are, you just so comfortable with carrying and that you feel that you are the only one that knows how to deal with it. It's so hard for to trust people to help you unpack your stuff, right? You be like, well, God, you know, all I need is just Jesus. All I need is God to help me figure this out and figure out how we're going to do this. And he really can't, right? You, he's really not helping you unpack it like it needs to be unpacked, <laughs> right? He's, you're not letting him unpack it how it needs to be unpacked. And you're thinking that you're letting God do something for you. And you're really not. You're still holding on to your stuff. You're not even, if you can't trust you know, pe people that God sends to help you unpack your stuff, how on earth, like I said, how on earth are you allowing God to help you with your stuff? You know, what do they say? Uh, what's the scripture? How can you believe or something about with the people? I'm going to find it. You know, how can you trust in a, uh, someone that you, oh, oh my goodness. Um, hold on, guys. Okay, I think I found it. Uh, can some someone know what I'm saying? Ah, okay, I think I found it. Oh, it's a scripture, and I, I, I'm mad because I, I'm not gonna stop until I I find it. <laughs> um. What is it, Romans? I don't know. But it's just that, you know, about just how can you trust in God that you don't see, right? If it, It's like it's the, the people are a, oh, I'm mad when I, I know the scripture in my head and I can't say it. But anyways, I'm going to skip over it. <laughs> but um, I'm going to skip over it. But it's like, how can you, you know, God put people on this earth, right, to do his work. As he has sent you, he is doing the same thing, right? So, I mean, that's pretty much all that I had. <laughs> you know, I just, and I know this isn't so, you know, dramatic and, you know, whatever, but it blessed my soul, right? Um, it's just that we're just in such a culture where we celebrate. Um, and we're just so caught up on being so independent, but there is a disadvantage of being, it is a such thing as being too independent, right? Too, and I would even say too dependent on yourself, right? You know, that you're missing, 
you know, what God wants to show you using his vessels on here. Like, I mean, if he's using you, he's using vessels also to bless you, to help you, to lift up the burden. You don't have to be the one that always have to carry the burdens and know what to do, right? You know, you have to allow. And sometimes that, that's just my choice. You don't have to wait till you have to be in dire need because I find that's where you get the most disappointed. When you wait till you get to that point of desperation and to that point where you're like, I absolutely do need help. And when someone does not come through, it's hey, it's going to mess you up, <laughs> right? So sometimes you have to make the conscious choice. I can do this, but I'm going to allow someone the opportunity to help me. So maybe I'm going to leave that with you guys as a different perspective. I could right I, I i could do this but i'm gonna give someone the opportunity right to help me i'm gonna because it's gonna bless them it's gonna bless them to to help right and even with the thing of just um with people um that god had ministered to me and now i'm understanding it now that i'm sitting here and letting the holy spirit speak to me on some things you know, um, my book, right? It was my first time vending and I really, 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 really wanted to let this lady have her book, right? Because I don't mind giving away things and I wanted to give it to her and I'm wrestling back and forth because God was like, no. And I'm just like, well, God, let me give it to her. <laughs> you know, why can't she have it? Why can't I just give it to her? And he was just said, no, she needs to sow into you. And I didn't get it. I was like, she needs to sow. He said, she needs to sow it to you. I don't know what God did for that woman, you know, but he obviously what she did, it made room to make, to make, you know, do something in her life, but she had to do that. Right. And that was in supporting or purchasing or buying a book for me. Right. That he helped, you know, he did right. He wrote, you know, I said, God writes my books. You know, I was like, he helps me. No, God writes my books. He writes everything, right? <laughs> so it's a blessing, you know, and God intrinsically designs that in such a way and intertwines us so that it has to be that way. So I just want to leave that to you strong ones. To the That is the disadvantage of being a strong one. You're blocking other people's blessings. If you care about people so much, you are blocking other people's blessings and you're also blocking what can increase what he's giving you right first john 4 20 okay okay let me see i'm gonna look it up because i'm like it was getting on my nerves i'm like what is that scripture okay yeah let's see the version was blah, blah. oh come on the bible Whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister's life, or whoever does not love their brother or sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have seen, which is kind of tying to what I'm saying. You know, it's like you can't ask God for, you know, in this perspective, you can't ask God to help you and you're not allowing, you know, what God sends to help you, right? That's how God works. Like, how am I going to help you if you don't believe what I send? right? I don't know. <sighs> but that's what I have for today. I hope it helped you guys in some way. Like I said, this was 
a deliverance moment for me. And I love how God ministers to me to help me grow. And I believe what God says and addresses for me is just not for me. <laughs> you know, someone else is going through the same thing, right? Of just um, struggling being the, the strong one and just thinking, well, you know, God, you know, you'll get to a point where you're just like, God, is there someone that can help me? <laughs> I'm always hoping. Is there another me out there, right? That can help me and can push as I push, right? You know, is there, you know, I say a midwife. Am I, is there a midwife for me as I push, right? Um, but, you know, yeah, no man is an island. No man is an island right? We all need help. All right. <laughs> so thank you guys for tuning in. And for those that are watching the replay um, and for my, my podcast listeners, I forgot to address them in the beginning. I love my podcast listeners that literally listen from all over the world. I am blessed that you are blessed by this podcast. So you guys know what I got to do because I don't know who's listening and who you know, may not know Jesus, right? Um, I always have to do the plan of salvation. Um, so this is Romans 10 and 9. That if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. So this salvation thing, this thing, this walk with Jesus, it starts with what you want in your heart, right? Like you've tried everything else. Um, you've tried everybody else, right? You And there's just this emptiness that's within you. That's how it started with me. There's this emptiness and it was a God-sized hole. It was a Jesus hole. And I knew to ask for him to come into my heart, right? And then, you know, nothing is perfect just because of, you know, whatever, nothing's perfect um, when you come to Christ. But it's just such a wonderful journey. And just to know that your soul is safe. And, you know, so that's what you read. That's what you confess. You believe it in your heart and you're saved. And it doesn't stop there. You know, find a place that believes in the Holy Spirit so you can be filled with the Holy Spirit. Because that's the only way you're going to able to do this. Um, your purpose, you know, able to sense God the way you need to sense him is you have to, you have to have him basically with you. Right. And so I thank you guys for tuning in. And yes, I mean, that's definitely heavy on my heart as well. Pray for Israel. Oh, pray for Israel. Right. That's definitely been heavy on my heart, you know, since the news have broke and I, my heart I'm praying for Israel. You know, anybody that know me know that like that's my mission. And, <laughs> you know, one of my bucket list things is to go to Israel and to see them go huh, through all of that and all of that that's going on. You know, this is just what's been told, you know, in the Bible, you know, the end, ending times and, and things that are going on. This is part of it. But, you know, we have to pray. We have to pray for people have to pray for people that's in it you know we really have to pray you know that their faith be strengthened right so thank you guys for tuning in and um you guys will definitely catch me monday because i had something good to talk about 
today but god switched me to this about the strong one but i think next week is going to be about no it's called no drama no drama some of y'all can't afford to go through no more drama <laughs> as god ministered to me i can't afford to go through no more drama right drama just will cost you money and time and it will waste your time okay <laughs> so thank you guys for tuning in and I will catch you next week. I'm really trying to do good with these thoughts of the days. Haven't did one, but I'm glad I'm, I'm on here on Mondays. So, but um, I will catch you guys later.